Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here on this Monday, the 16th of January, 2023. Another beginning to a brand new week, and I trust wherever you are in the world, you've had a phenomenal weekend and getting ready to uh, make every single post a winner this week as we approach uh, the middle, or just over the middle of January, the first month of a brand new year. So if you're a brand new listener, thank you for plugging into the podcast. Greatly appreciate it. Hopefully there's something that resonates with you out of today's podcast that makes you want to come back tomorrow, uh, but also start checking out some of the back catalog. And of course, if you are a returning listener, greatly appreciate you continuing to plug into the podcast. And I trust and I hope that I'm continuing to add value to you in your quest to become an exceptional sales leader and also helping your team. Hopefully some of the lessons that are covered in this podcast, you're paying forward to your team and seeing the results play out uh, as they become more exceptional at what they do as well. So as we begin the brand new week, I wanted to uh, talk about a topic that is uh, often overlooked by a lot of sales leaders and a lot of leaders in general. And that is, uh, I was reading, late last year, I was reading a book, a fantastic book, by the name of Atomic Habits by James Clear. Fantastic, fantastic book. If you haven't plugged into it, uh, I highly, highly recommend you read that book because it's uh, not just for leaders, it's for everybody. Uh, a great, great read with lots of habits, lots of uh, ideas, lots of little frameworks that we can use to become better at what we do, whether it's uh, whether it's doing a podcast, whether it's selling, whether it's cooking, whether it's even mowing the lawn, it's everything, everything we do is based on a strategy. And if you look at the strategy, it's built on micro habits that we form over time. And sometimes these habits are completely unconscious. So being more conscious of these habits helps us make some adjustments if we need to. Certainly, if we're not getting the results we're looking for, making some adjustments to some habits and starting to form new habits uh, can actually help us get the results that ultimately we're looking for. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk about this topic, not necessarily the book, but some of the thoughts that come out of that. And one of the things I'm always talking about with leaders is being really conscious of the actions that we take and becoming more and more intentional with those actions. One of the things that unfortunately a lot of leaders don't necessarily recognize or realize, and often it is a little bit too late when they do realize this, is that they are being watched like a hawk. Every single move is being watched like a hawk, not just by your team members, but also by others within your sphere of influence or your environment. And they're making determinations in terms of, does this person have credibility? Does this person do what they say they're going to do? And when this person doesn't think that people are watching, what are some of the habits that they form? Now, it's often been said that the definition of character is often doing things when nobody is watching? And would you do things to the utmost of your ability? Would you do things to a level of excellence when you knew that nobody was watching? And this is this is the point of character. And, and at the end of this week, I have the privilege of uh, speaking to a character expert on, uh, on the podcast. So look out for that. That'll be probably dropping early next week. Very much looking forward to that conversation. But from, from a leadership point of view, Character is everything, and when you look at character, it is a culmination of all of the small actions, behaviors, and habits that people form. 
And hence, in today's episode, I wanted to talk about the fact that how you do the small things is how you end up doing everything. Now, from a leadership point of view and certainly from a coaching point of view, just following some people around and observing people in their natural environment, you can get a very, very good idea in terms of the reputation they build, uh, what sort of characters they form and what sort of habits they demonstrate because a lot of the stuff is formed unconsciously over a period of time and it's the leaders that are very intentional with what they do on a daily basis that over time they've formed these unconscious habits but with intention to the point where they're now very, very consistent and their reputation tends to precede them and this is where they are very attractive to not only key stakeholders but also people who are looking to work for organizations that are highly, highly trusted. So if we do this well, it doesn't come by accident. So our team, as we know from a leadership point of view, our team expects us to always set the example. And what's really fascinating about this, and we're now starting the Australian Open uh, here in Melbourne, and we've got two weeks of tennis. So all the best players in the world have congregated in Melbourne. And for the next two weeks, they'll be playing out for the first Grand Slam of the 2023 tennis season. Uh, But interestingly, when you hear people talk, when you hear these tennis players talk, and the, and the concept of role models come up, a lot of them are not necessarily either fully aware or don't want to be consciously aware of the fact that they are role models. And there are some tennis players, and look, this is, not, this is just not uh, limited to tennis. It's any sports person, any business person, any person that's pretty much in the limelight who has a bit of a profile, whether they like it or not, they are a role model. And they need to be conscious of the actions they take, the habits they form, because that creates impressions in the marketplace, and particularly when you've got people who are looking at them, who idolize them, they need to be really conscious of the example that they're setting. Now, some of them don't. Some of them, quite frankly, could not give a rat's, you know what, and so they just do what they want to do, and they're the ones that, you know, in many cases, certainly in the in the case of tennis, you've got some who have the bad person or bad boy reputation, bad girl reputation, but not necessarily consciously aware. From a leadership point of view in business, and certainly from a sales point of view, we need to be conscious of that our team are expecting us to set the example. Now, whether we want to be role models or not, the fact that you have a leadership position, you need to take on the fact that you are leading people and therefore you'll be role modeling behaviors that you want to see play out in your team. Now, I say this all the time, that your team isn't always will be a reflection of you. So when you see behaviors being played out in your team that are not necessarily the things you want to see, the first thing we've got to look at is not the team, but look at the person who's staring back at us in the mirror and ask yourself the question, what habits am I putting in place that I'm seeing playing out in the behaviors of my team? Because I can guarantee you in 100% of the time, that is what's playing out. It's the habits that you have that are now being played out in the form of the team. So the expectations are pretty high. So there's a lot of responsibility that comes with leadership and to be the model of excellence that you wanna see play out in your team is a responsibility that we have to take on. So if you wanna be driving exceptional and sustainable results as a sales leader, it stands to reason that we have to think about what are the things, what are the examples, what are the habits we have to form so that we can be that model of excellence and not necessarily just have to verbalize things Because very often, uh, our actions tend to speak much, much louder than the words that we use. And when we do speak, we've got to make sure that the actions that we demonstrate from what we verbalize are actually in congruence and are consistent. So some things to think about as we begin this brand new week. And just keep in the front of your mind that how you do the small things, particularly when nobody is watching, is how you are going to do 
everything. Now, as I go through these, you might be thinking to yourself, well, these are really small and these are really inconsequential. And when you look at them in isolation, they might not look to be big things and you might be excused for thinking, well, I don't have time to do this sort of stuff because I've got to build this strategy or I've got to do this or I've got to do that. And sometimes we try to overcomplicate the overly simplistic. But here's the thing that I've found out doing it myself, but also working with hundreds and hundreds of people over the last eight or so years, is it's how you do these small things is an insight and a window to how you do absolutely everything. So I don't want you to miss this message that the small things that I'm about to go through matter. So please, please do not overlook these and be really conscious of what you do on a daily basis and start thinking about how you bring yourself into every situation. So seven quick things to think about, and this is by no means an exhaustive list, so you could probably add things to this, but here's some things to think about in terms of starting with the small things. Number one, how you turn up each day matters. So make it a choice to be optimistic. I remember working with a client many years ago who was leading a fairly large organization and the team were not performing. They weren't hitting the targets. They were dropping their dropping their bundle a little bit, weren't getting the results they were looking for, and the engagement of the team was also starting to plateau and go down. And I sat down with this particular individual and asked him what was going on and, and what his thought process was, and it ended up being when he woke up in the morning, he had a stinking attitude. His attitude was not great. So how he was turning up at work every single day was not with a level of optimism, not with a level of hope, but it was with a level of the opposite, being quite pessimistic, and he was looking for uh, looking for reasons, looking for opportunities to criticise. Any wonder that the team was starting to perform in a really, really suboptimal way. So we turned it around. So be optimistic. Think about every single day as an opportunity to create something new. So be really conscious of how you turn up. Because people are pretty good, pretty intuitive as to figuring out and identifying and observing whether somebody is on or not. Now, it reminds me of a story of a, of a US executive sitting in his office and out the front, his executive assistant had two colored uh, mugs on her desk. Mug color red indicated that for people coming in to see this particular executive, probably the best strategy when that was happening is to turn around and walk out of the room because the person is not gonna be receptive to a conversation. That is, was not in a good mood. If, however, the green mug happened to be on the desk of the executive assistant. That was the green light ready to go. He was in a very, very good mood. So that all points to the example that you set and how you turn up every single day. So choose to turn up in an optimistic mood. Point number two, how you engage with your team matters. How about we encourage them and look for opportunities to serve them constantly. Now, this means that you've got to give them the gift of your attention. That means you've got to be visible. That means you've got to prioritize time with them. And that means you've got to be looking for opportunities to interact with them. I am still staggered at the number of leaders that I work with that I observe who do not spend time with their team. What they do, though, is they spend time with themselves locked in meetings, building quote unquote strategies and forgetting that the core of their business is the people within their team. So how you engage with your team matters. Look for opportunities where you can encourage them. Now, this is not false platitudes because you've got to create the environment where feedback is expected but also demanded. So looking for opportunities where you can serve them and sometimes serving them is to give them feedback that is constructive that's going to help them improve. Because if you're then optimistic with how you do it and no matter what's going on, you're using that as an opportunity to teach and an opportunity for them to improve and get better, then the chances are that they're going to improve their own engagement within that particular business and within your certainly your team, 
and therefore their discretionary effort will increase. So how you engage your team matters. So look for opportunities where you can encourage them. Now, point number three, and this is a big one for sales leaders in particular, particularly sales leaders that do not, for whatever reason, prioritize the time they should be sitting in front of customers. Now, how you prioritize customer interactions matters. Now, I'm not saying you have to go out and see customers all day, every day. What I am saying, though, is you've got to think about, okay, where are the key customers that you need to build relationships with, and how can you prioritize those customer interactions, and particularly at the expense of doing the internal, I'll say this respectfully, navel-gazing that a lot of executives, a lot of sales leaders actually spend their time doing. I can't believe that the number of sales leaders who spend the entire week and sometimes the entire month focus on internal stuff and not actually seeing customers. The value is in investing time, speaking with customers, building relationships with customers, but in the same, at the same token, in the same process, building relationships with your team, which points to number two, engaging with your team and looking for opportunities to encourage them and to seek to serve them constantly. So prioritize the customer interactions and what it'll do is it will move the needle forward. Now, the key part about this, of course, is there are a lot of sales letters out there that when it comes to speaking with customers, they like to elevate themselves higher than perhaps they should. And often in the process, sometimes consciously, often unconsciously, disintermediate their sales executive. So when it's in front of customers, got to make sure that we're edifying our account executives and not creating a rod for our back in terms of when the customer wants something done and when the customer asks for something that perhaps is a little bit out of the ordinary, they don't automatically default to us as the sales leader thinking that we are going to create a miracle within our organization. We've got to make sure that our account executive is the person they should be directed to, that they have enough empowerment and decision-making capability to do what is required. So how you prioritize customer interactions matters. Number four, how you turn up to meetings matters. I remember one of my very earliest mentors said, Darren, if you are on time, you are late. To be on time is to be early. So make sure that as a sales leader, when it comes to meetings, when it comes to engagements, be early and be prepared. There is nothing worse than turning up to a meeting late, and even worse than that, turning up to a meeting late and not being prepared and having to ask questions in terms of what's the purpose of this meeting, or even being asked questions in the meeting and not having the answers at hand can only uh, detract from your reputation. So make sure you turn up to meetings early, but also when you're turning up to meetings, be mentally prepared and be ready to be on which means you've got to start creating some space between your meetings and and not have this back-to-back ridiculous uh, schedule that a lot of sales leaders unfortunately have. Point number five, how you respond to requests matters. Always meet or exceed expectations every single time. And this one's especially pertinent given that uh, the nature of most businesses now that uh, there's a lot of pressure internal but also external pressure being applied to sales leaders, but everybody within the organization. And a lot of that is time pressure as well. And when time pressure is applied, often we can rush and we can quite be quite reactive to the requests that come in. This is about taking some time to create some space between a request and your response so you can be more conscious of what is the best response that I need to put in place. Giving yourself some thinking time, and I'm not saying days, but it could just be minutes, in some cases it could be seconds, but creating that space so that you can now choose your response and be very conscious and very intentional with your response because it does matter. Because we're always conditioning other people on how to treat us and we're also creating impressions every single time we open our mouth and have an interaction with another human being. So make sure that how you respond 
is very conscious and very intentional because it does matter. Point number six, how you listen matters, which is very much linked to point number five. Uh, There are so many people, not just sales leaders, but there are so many people who do not listen actively. We need to be an active listener. And it starts with really simple things like meeting somebody for the first time. Be really conscious of what the person's name is and remember the name. Remembering, of course, that probably the, the most important word in that person's language, in that person's world is their name. And if you can use that name, if you can remember their name, uh, it adds to a level of credibility that often can be the difference that makes all the difference in the eyes of that particular person. So listening matters. So be an avid listener and be an active listener. That in itself can be a massive, massive differentiator to enhance your reputation. And the final point, point number seven, is how you plan your day matters. As I mentioned on the last podcast last week is how you control your diary. It's really, really important because if you don't control your diary, others will start to control it. So be really clear on how you plan your day and make sure you prioritize the things that you need to prioritize and be non-negotiable in relation to some of the things that are very, very important to you. So there's some things to think about and it always starts with the small things because everything we do, everything we do is a strategy. And whilst this small stuff may not necessarily appear to be important or relevant on the surface, and sometimes it's very easy to gloss over. It is the strategy behind these which will indicate just how successful we're going to be and ultimately how influential we're going to be. So as a challenge for this week, as we begin the brand new week, what what I'd like to do is encourage you to identify two to three small things on your priority list and focus your attention on doing them well, as this will have a positive flow-on effect to your team, but also the results. Because here's the thing, How you do the small things is how you do everything. So here is to a very, very highly productive week. Hopefully it's a challenging week. And uh, if you'd like some help with this, as a reminder, I'd love to have a conversation with you about potentially working with you one-on-one and maybe helping you take your leadership to the exceptional level. But also if you've got some challenges within your team and you think your team's performance can lift and there's lots of improvement there, I'd love to uh, have a conversation about potentially helping you with that as well. Simply go to my calendar, leadwithdarren.com. Pick a time that suits. We'll jump on Zoom, have a conversation about where you're at with your leadership, where your team's at, what you're looking to achieve, and we can map out a plan and start the execution strategy ASAP. So very much look forward to that conversation. Once again, thank you very much for plugging into the podcast. And as always, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.